Hi, this is Jeff with Episode 5 of Subarachnoid Survivor. In the last episode, I talked about some of the initial insights, some of the musings that I had as I began to be a little more conscious and aware that I might survive, but also my sense that what were the insights I got from being one of the lucky ones and being somebody who was still alive, and at least even then, while I was in a lot of pain, having the sense that things might get better and that I might actually make a recovery. But that's where I want to start this episode, is this idea of what recovery looks like when you're in it. Because I shared with a number of my early guests and, of course, with my family members, this idea that I really couldn't see myself. And I was told, particularly after the fact, once I got back home and started to feel better, that I really was a wreck. I obviously couldn't see myself when I was unconscious. And while I'd been told that I was perilously close to death, I, I'm not sure that really sank in until later. Uh, being in the ICU and being surrounded by people who, to me, looked to be much more ill than I was, uh, and certainly their stories seemed much more harrowing than mine, I am still haunted by hearing about the gentleman who was in the bed next to me, who, at a cottage just like I had been, had somehow, as a young man, had a little argument with a motorboat prop. Uh, it severed his spine, and at the same time, and for some reason this is the part that I found most upsetting, uh, he'd gotten his hands up to try and protect himself from the prop. Um, he wasn't long in the bed next to me, and I don't know to this day what happened to him. But when you know there's people like that around, um, you get a sense that, you know, you're doing okay, but I don't know how far I've come. And so the road, and that was the image that came to mind, was this road behind me looked very short because I couldn't see how far it had come. And the road ahead felt endlessly long. It still, in some ways, does, because even a couple of months later, the injuries that I'm still dealing with are subtle. They're not visible. And I'm dealing with how do I deal with, you know, brain injuries and fatigue that in some ways may never go away. But at the time, I could see the mountains ahead of me. I could see the vision of the life and the lifestyle that I'd had previously, and I hoped that I would get there. But I just didn't feel like the plodding every day was getting anywhere. It was only after a week or two that I really began to feel like there was progress. I remember vividly after being discharged, sort of day 10 or day 12, when I first did a walk all the way down the hallway of my parents, the grandparents' uh, condo. And I found it exhausting but that was much further than I'd walked before. And when I got home back here with my girlfriend and her family and began to walk around the block, that felt like a huge milestone. And then subsequently, although it was very tiring, I had a wonderful walk with my ex-wife on a day where we walked and talked and, and I ended up taking over 10,000 steps that's when the road becomes real and when I can see the progress. But I can tell you those first week or two, those first few weeks, it didn't feel like I was getting far or fast. And I can see how that's where 
friends and family are so important because you could feel like, what's the point? You're going to give up. But it was the encouragement, the love that supported me. And that's probably where I think I'll take the conversation for a moment is really almost a, an ode to love and friends. Um, I am unbelievably blessed to have a, a huge number of friends and a broad circle. Friends from high school, friends from university, friends from work, friends from networking groups, uh, friends that I've met in funny, odd, off-ball places that I'm still in touch with 5, 10, 20, 40 years later, and an unbelievable family. Um, you know, I said in the very first episode that we were excited to go to the cottage. How fortunate am I to be one of the lucky few that has a, a group of family members who can't wait through the generations to get together, to hang out together, to celebrate, to, as we did at Thanksgiving, to all hold hands and and cheer the fact that we are together again. I think that that makes a huge difference. But the other thing that was kind of funny that made a huge difference for me was that my girlfriend very rapidly began to manage my visitors because given that number of friends who all wished me well and wanted to see me, it they would never have been allowed in the ICU and it just would have been overwhelming anywhere else. So she took it upon herself with some key connecting email addresses and so forth from my phone to get in touch with folks from all those different circles, my high school circle, my university circle, my work circle, etc. And she would send out an email. What she tells me after the fact is, is that she probably got more emails in those first few weeks than she'd ever had previously in the rest of her life, which <laughs> speaks to a lot of love, but I, speaks to a lot of patience and support on her side. So I, I genuinely appreciate that. The other thing that became very apparent was the people who were keen to visit and sort of the hoops that they went through to visit with me. I had a friend who was in town briefly from the U.S. and he came to the ICU to see me. I have a friend whose father has been in the hospital for a long time and one of the first things she did when she heard that I was ill was she arranged with, with my girlfriend to come see me. There were lots of people like that. And there were lots of people subsequently who made trips here to Ajax, this suburb of Toronto. And it's a schlep. But they did it because they wanted to see me and support me. And it did and has made a huge difference. So in that way... This is a bit of a thank you and an ode to both my good fortune and the amazing friends and family that I have. So, that will finish this episode number five. I will look forward to reconnecting with you soon in episode six. Hope you're enjoying everything. Thanks. <laughs>